What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Against All Odds podcast. I'm here with Panin and Mfan. Mfan. It's always going to be a struggle for me to say that this whole year. <laughs> but uh, let's roll the intro and let's get started. Okay, before this video even begins, I want to thank the sponsor of this video, chaossoccergear.com. It's a young brand. They have a very cool soccer pump. They're actually introducing t-shirts, some sweatshirts, and they have a, my favorite is the Aztec or Mayan ball that has some really cool designs, high quality soccer ball for like 80 bucks or so. Um, so check out them. Their link will be in the description. If you guys are watching on YouTube at chaossoccergear.com. And if you guys are just listening, that's chaos, C-H-A-O-S, soccergear.com. Dot com. So let's get into the uh, the podcast. Panin, let's introduce you. Panin, um, give me your full name and your age right now. Uh, my name is Panin Wachmensa. Wachmensa, like hyphenated name. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm 25 years old. 25. And then Mfon? My name is Mfon Sunday Udo. Mfon Sunday Udo. Like Sunday. Yeah, like Sunday, Sunday, like Sunday. Yeah. Monday, Sunday. And I just turned 28 today yeah this is Mfon's birthday today and he got, he got cake on his head all day yeah that was that was, was fun in the locker room man. and that was immediately after i just took a shower so <laughs> why I did to, you why i had did to shower you again why did you take the shower before you know that's gonna happen no, i didn't see the cake you know sometimes <laughs> like, like like when it, um, on um michael's birthday yeah they, they, they brought the cake the next day so i actually thought Probably the kid was not there. Yeah. I was just surprised after taking my yeah, bed. I was be like, surprised, you know, <laughs> surprised. I was just so happy and um yeah. the cake was stamping for <laughs> my, my, my head. So but guys, that, it was fun. It was fun though. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys don't know for, for what we do for anybody's birthday, actually lately, it's mm -hmm. you started off, it was yours yeah. first. For Panin's birthday, when's your birthday? Second March. So you just turned twenty five, right? Yeah. So right. for for the players' birthdays, we grab like a little cake from we get it from Walmart or so I don't know where they get it, but they smash it on their heads. And Panin was the first one to get the cake just smashed on your head. Bro, I need to wash my hair for like six, seven times before <laughs> the cake goes off. But, but Z, but Z, Z, Z was a, was very lucky. Yeah. What happened? Z. We forgot. I, it, we forgot, forgot to stamp oh, it on his totally head. totally forgot about Z's birthday. Yeah. No, they brought the, 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 the brother cake, but that, that day we trained at um, Oru. Yeah. So they just brought the cake. He took the cake. He ate it. And he ate it? Yeah, he, he ate, ate the it. Cake. Yeah, so he didn't get the cake smashed on him. But um, that could be worse. Last year was way worse when people would just slap yeah, each other. Like with <laughs> eggs and... <laughs> yeah. And then so so you guys are um you guys are both from Africa, right? Yeah, I'm from Nigeria to be Nigeria precise. and then Ghana. And I'm from Ghana. Yeah. Okay. And we're uh, literally like brothers. Yes. You guys Ghana, are brothers. Niger yeah, it's we, not we, that far. Not far. And we, so, we have something... In common yeah like i'm um, sort of religion you know and so you guys were both born there and then how long did you live you lived there your whole life yeah i lived there all my life mm -hmm. yeah i was born and bred there i've lived all my whole life in ghana okay and then so this is this your first time leaving nigeria no I've man i've got i've gone to so many countries but yeah. this is my first time in in america, in america. okay okay i knew this something first so where where else have you lived besides nigeria lived now yeah. i've lived all my life in nigeria i, just, I travel to, to places I, I come back Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. So you've traveled a lot, but you've Tra you've I've always your home base has always been in Nigeria. Nigeria. Okay, and then you you lived in Portugal for a long time. Yeah, I lived in Portugal for like six years. And you just got your uh, your citizenship, huh? Yeah. Now it's it's still in the process. It's still in the process. Yeah, How long is that going to take? Uh, probably like two months. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you lived in Ghana until like when? When did you leave Ghana? I left Ghana at the age of eighteen. That's like twenty thirteen. Mm hmm. And I went straight to Portugal. Okay. And then Portugal for, f how many years do you say? For six years. Six years? Yeah. And then you came straight over here after? Yeah, right. Okay, dang. Yeah, that's that's going to be cool. It's gonna, I'm really curious about this because I, I usually get a lot of just Americans who it's like the normal kind of like setup, like the upbringing, the normal like, you know, go to college soccer, do this. Yeah. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a different uh, experience. And then Gucci, as usual, will be jumping all over the place, so. Mimi, what, you want to you you come over? <laughs> Gucci, that's my Gucci. guy. Gucci. Mimi's my fiance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's a girl, you know, she's it got confused, you know. Hey, Gucci, come over here. Um, okay, so so tell me about Panin. Let's start with you. Let's go through like growing up and everything with soccer. Did you always play soccer from like the minute that you were pretty much could run and play? Well, I started in an academy mm -hmm. in, in Ghana called Feyenoord Academy. Like the the mother team is in Holland, uh -huh. Feyenoord Rotterdam, and they they had an academy in Ghana. That was 
Fernandes was basically the first academy in Ghana. Oh wow! So I played there for like seven years. I went there since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That was where I I learned uh, about more into football. So yeah, I started my career in Fernandes Football Academy. Okay. And then did you like when you're growing up there, did you like always want to be a professional soccer player? Was that like your goal? Man, I think it's every every footballer's dream to be a professional player. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't and unless you don't have the aim and unless you're not determined to be to be like you're playing just for fun. But since I was a kid, my my intention, my my dream was to become a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. And you have a twin brother too. Oh yeah, I have a oh, twin yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that guy. That yeah, we are so identical, you know. Like, yeah. I, saw, I saw your picture. The, 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 I couldn't even identify which was Panin and which was. I know. I oh come on, man! I'm more handsome than him. Come on, I don't agree to that. Honestly, Panin is, is how do you say Kakra, right? Kakra, yeah. Kakra. K-A-K-R-A. Yeah. Him and Kakra, his twin brother, look identical. Panin's slightly more handsome. Yeah. Not slightly. I'm way better. I think Panin is more taller. Who yeah, I'm taller. Oh, okay, I'm taller than him. Okay, so Mufan, did you when you were growing up? Did you just start playing in the academy when you were young too? Yeah, I, I did, but playing playing in Nigeria was very very difficult. Um, it was stressful too, but this is what we love to do. We had to do what we got to do. We 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 got to keep we we kept the fit. We kept training, even if it, it was so frustrating. So I started playing, and um, what's the name? Majesty Academy, later I played um, in what they call Youth Fun Academy before I went to a team called Diamond Stars, before I started playing pro. So I've been playing all my life. I, I started, I, I noticed I noticed this talent when I was I was still in school. Um, you know, every single time I had I had a little break, it's football, 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 football. I, I couldn't even stay at home. I have to go out with my friends, play football. Well, what can I do today is paying off. So I'm so glad. And you just played all the time, huh? Just yeah, trained? I played all the time. That's what I've been doing. That's that that that's been my my vision. And today. When you were like when you first started, was it the same thing? Like did you want to be a pro? Of course I wanted to be a pro. Like I didn't feel like doing any other thing aside playing football. Yeah, like doing other stuff, wow, that that might be like a side, but football was just the main target. Mm-hmm. And like like were you guys like putting were you one of the better like footballers in your area? Like even in the academy or anything? Well, in my area, I would say yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I would say yes, honestly, because uh, they didn't have a lot of, like, I mean, football players around my hood. So, like, me and my brother, like, we were, like, special. Like, mm-hmm. thanks be to God, you know, twins are special, you know. So, in my area, I would say yes. In the academy, there were a lot, a lot of talented players there, you know. Like, uh, this is what happened in Ghana. Like, in the, when they opened their Fender Academy, uh, you have, like, they'll have, like, a tryout, like, with, 50 players mm-hmm. and they'll only choose like four from the 50 so that was really difficult wow so i went uh i mean i had the trial i had the opportunity to play in the trial in 2005 with my brother unfortunately i couldn't make it my brother made it they chose my brother over me you know really I, it was good yeah because they i mean the manager said i mean he plays better than me so they chose him. He went there to five, and I came home. I cried a lot. My father had to comfort me. My mom had to call me and, I mean, encourage me. So, I mean, I came back home. Like, I stayed, like, one year, trained every day. I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like going to school, you know. <laughs> I, I just wanted to play football. I just wanted to play football. And to see my brother, like, far from me, I just had to train hard. And I went there. Like, they had, like, another tryouts in the following year, 2006. Bro, I was the first person. Yeah. To be, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so 2006. So, how old were you? Like, were you? 2006. Oh. 10, 11? Some, what year were you born? Come again? What year were you born? What year? Uh, 95. So, 11? Yeah, 11. We're about, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's been. That's crazy, though. So, your brother made the team the first year. Yeah, in 2005. And then? I didn't make it. I cried from I the bet, academy yeah. to, the, to the house. I cried. Like, I cried, like, for, like, two weeks. Three continuously. Yeah, I can imagine. Three that. days continuously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, because it's like I like. I mean, every player's been like cut from a team or something. But like to have your your twin brother to make yeah. it and to see him like doing and the well. The funny part was like, we have like two trials. You know, we have the the first trial in Accra, which is the city in Ghana, mm-hmm. the the capital of Ghana, Accra, and then we have the final trials in the academy. 
that's where they're gonna I mean, I they're gonna pick. So, so I made it in Accra, and then the final tryout was in the academy, and my brother was like sitting there watching me, like oh. cheering me up, like let's go, Panin, let's go, you've got it. <laughs> so I, I would just take the ball, dribble everybody from the center, to, and I mean it was a great experience. And after <laughs> after that, like I had my name, I was, I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. And so what what city are you from? I'm from Accra. You're, okay, you're from yeah, Accra. Yeah, the capital of Ghana. Uh-huh. And then, uh, Mfad, did you like, so you bounced around from a lot of academies, that's what you're saying? Or? Yeah, I did. It, it, um, let me explain like this. You know, the academies had great, like, great, like, for, for example, we were in USL, mm -hmm. the MLS. So I had to bounce like from great to great, from great to great. Like I was upgrading though. Oh, I see. Yeah, so you're so slowly going up and up like every exa year? Exa exactly. So did you start towards the bottom then? Like, was yeah, that I, I started from the bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah, I started from the bottom and it was it was crazy. It was hard, it was difficult. And you said it you said it was frustrating. Why was it frustrating it was in Nigeria? Frustrating, you know. Um you have to go to trials, like Panin said. You have to go to, to some trials, you you have to get turned down, you have to keep trying. There was a particular time I went for a trial. I, I was picked, like Panin said, I was picked in in a city called Calabar. Mm -hmm. And we had a final screening in um a city called Port Harcourt. So when I was called on the to around 8 p.m. at night yeah. to report in Port Harcourt. I stay, I stay in, in Calabar. So I, I was called to report in the Port Harcourt on the next day, 8 a.m. And this was 8 p.m. And this place is uh, <laughs> is like, um, should I say like, um, how many hours? Uh, three, four, five, like five to six hours. <laughs> and it was already late. So I couldn't move that night. And I was asking, I was asking them, how am I going to make it? Yeah. They said, we don't know. Just find your way there. Because of the passion, because of the drive, exactly. sometimes you have to just sacrifice a lot sacrifice, of things. Right. Yeah. So I said, "Man, I'm going to take the risk." I moved that night That's to another city called um, Uyo. Mm -hmm. The next morning, I moved to the Portacot. When I got there, they were like, "Sorry, you came late." Uh, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, I tried. I even <laughs> made it this morning. They said, "No, there's nothing we can do." I was there. I had nothing in my pocket. I didn't even know how I was going to go back home. Mm -hmm. I had to call my mom. Hey, this is where I find myself. And they were like, there was no money at home. So I had to find my way back. It was stressful. I was hungry. I was stranded. So you see all this kind of um, um, disappointment, but yeah. that didn't stop me. Mm -hmm. Right, it was, making, it was actually giving me a thick skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I absorbed all those um, pressure, all those disappointment and the rest of them. Yeah. And kept moving ahead. It's, it's true though. Like if you go through, you have those moments like that are like crazy stressful and hard. Mm -hmm. Like it, like honestly, it, the, when you go through those again or you go through similar situations later, you're like, you have more confidence because you're like, yeah, but, I've done that. Like yeah, I've but, gone but, through but it. But it's, it's not with every individual. Some some people just break down. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So yeah. It's, it's only for the strong. Yeah. So why, why do you think, so it's like you guys are both like, um, like you guys have gone pretty far and had pretty good professional careers already and, and continuing to, but why do you think that like you guys made it to the professional level versus all of your peers, you know, during like where you're from and everything. Well, I think as, as Mfon said, it's all about sacrifice. Yeah. If you want something, you just have to sacrifice. You just have to aim the things you want in life. Just, you j just don't dream, just dream to live it. You know, you just have to sacrifice determination because there's, without sacrifice, there's no victory, you know? So you just have to sacrifice. Well, in my, in my own word, I would say, I have one quote I use. I don't stop when I'm tired. I stop when I'm done. Let me try to equivalent this to, to life situation. For example, you, you're in the gym mm -hmm. and you, 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 you set a target. Okay, I'm going to cycle for 30 minutes. Good resistance, maybe like um, seven, eight. And you, 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 you go like 15 minutes and you're already tired. Like your, your legs are weak. You feel you can't continue. And like, you just feel, oh, I'm tired. Let me back up. But I'm not that kind of person. I finish when I'm done. So I have to right. go to that 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some people, some, some, some of my, my, my friends back then, they were tired, they backed up. They, they didn't have that resistance. And when you know, when, like I said, if you could, if you're tired by 15 minutes and you could make it to 30 minutes, you have a lot of resistance. You understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we, they didn't have that resistance. They, 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 they were fed up. They couldn't continue. So it's just like a marathon, you know, you run, mm -hmm. you run and, and your, your string doesn't carry you back up. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 we run to the finish line. Yeah. It's just all menta basically mentality. Yeah. Yes. Mentality to go through the strong sacrifice. Yeah. Very strong one. What do you think the biggest sacrifice was for you? Uh, and like, when you, you said sacrifice was the main thing. Like yeah. what, what has been the hardest sacrifices? 
Uh, well, uh, the sacrifice I made, you know, I mean, family is everything, you know. But there was this one man, after I filled my first trials, there was this one man I, I called my coach. He was kind of my coach, you know. He told me to leave the house for like two or three weeks to stay with him and just train consistently. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, just leave everything behind. And uh, it was a great moment because on that, on that day, uh, like that time, that part of my life, we had no, I had no school. So it was time for me to actually have fun with my family, have a mm-hmm. nice time. But I left that and I went with my coach like for three, three weeks, training morning, evening, every day for like mm-hmm. three weeks. So I like before the trials, I, I felt my body like I was like, yes, this is my time to make it, you know, mm-hmm. and God being good, I made it in the trials. So that's the big sacrifice I made. Yeah, and it's like even with your family because you, you your twin brothers in Portugal right exactly. now. You're exactly. You're over here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and mm-hmm. is the rest of your family in Ghana still? Yeah, right. So right. I mean, that's literally all different ends in the world. Way, way, way too big. Yeah, and then say, Mafon, is well, your um, family? Uh, uh, where's Maud? It, all your family's in Nigeria, right? Yeah, all my family's in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Do you have anybody that you know, like in America, or you just by here by, by I yourself? I know, I know a lot of people in America. I have, I have so many friends here in America. Mm-hmm. I have some in Texas. I have some here in Tulsa, rather. Oh, also, yeah? also in Tulsa, I have a lot of friends here. Okay, well, yeah. that's good. That's good that you have like a lot of like yeah, I do, mm-hmm. I do connections over here. Yeah, but like today, today's my birthday, so I think I'm I'll be sitting hanging out with um few few of my friends from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sick. And you get to come on the Against All Odds podcast, which mm-hmm. is you know that's the best birthday present you can huh? ask for. Yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah, big and shout out. You have to you have to give me a shout out. I brought you here, you know. <laughs> okay, Sh- give me a shout out. Give me a shout out, bro. Like, 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 it's not expensive. I'm right here. Okay, <laughs> it's not expensive. Shout, shout out to my friend Pane, my brother. I, I, I got call you. Him I Chale. got you. Brother I call for him life. Come on, come on. Like in, in don't leave my hand. In Ghana, in Ghana, the, 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 like your friend, very close friend, is a Chale. 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 Yeah. yeah. So this is Chale. 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 Yeah. So let me, let, let me let me let me say in our, our, our own, we call it broken broken English. Like speak the English any any anyhow you can. Like probably somebody that is not from America yeah. or from the um, English speaking country. You know, trying to understand to, it. To create an in English. My brother, how you doing? I do well, oh, my brother. How far? We just say more. Come my my guy. Not say today be your day now. If you enjoy, you know. know what will come out. Ah, do you understand what we say? I can only pick out words. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. You, I got yeah. enjoy. I got my guy. I got my brother. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you, you could actually learn it. It's, it's very, it's, it's easy, interesting, yeah, and, yeah, and it's, it's fun. Because sometimes, like with Toby's talking with Solo and Rafa, sometimes same yeah. thing. Like I'm like, yeah. okay, what I, say? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Sometimes, my yeah, my guy, my guy, <laughs> my guy, my guy. That's cool. And then so, that's that is funny though. And so because it's like, what what is? Don't you have like a dialect, right? That you grow up speaking. Na, 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 or is it just we, the broken we, English? We, we, no, we were colonized by the British, so we speak English. Okay. Yeah, but we, we have different tribes mm-hmm. in Nigeria. Like my tribe is called Ibibio. Only in my state, like for example, in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Oklahoma has different cities. Like in my state, we have different cities and almost all the cities speak different languages. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but English is the one where like everybody but talks. English is just basic. Okay. Yeah. Same, same in Ghana? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a lot of tribes in Ghana also. But mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm from uh, Ashanti, Ashanti region. That's like four hours drive to the greater to the to the to the greater city of Accra. Mm-hmm. So it's like four hours. But I'm from I'm from Kumasi. Kumasi. So that's in uh, the Ashanti region. Okay. And then how did Panin? How did you go from like academies in in Ghana? Were you with that academy all the way to your 18 or so? Yeah. And then, so how did you go from there to Portugal? How did you get that connection? Well, so it happened this way. Um, uh, we had we had this relationship with Feyenoord Rotterdam in Holland. Mm-hmm. You know, so most most of the times, like they they take the best three or four players that did very well in the year, you know, and then they take them to Holland for trials there, or they take them to Holland or Belgium or Germany. But I didn't have that 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 luck to go to Holland, but then we travel like every year to Holland for a tournament. Mm-hmm. We, we, we play like three tournaments. We go to Holland, we played like three, one tournament there. We go to Belgium and then we go to Holland, uh, Germany and then we come back to Ghana. But they are always like gonna be like three special players that travel like individually uh-huh. for trials. You know? I see. But, uh, I wasn't lucky enough, so I, I didn't get the opportunity to go there. But then uh, I had a great year, that was when? 2013, I had a very great year in the academy, mm-hmm. and 
the manager from the academy knew an agent in Portugal and the agent was basically looking for a winger. So since everybody knew I was the hot man on campus, mm. I was hot yeah. man in the academy, it was like, Pandini, this is your time to, to shine. Yeah. So I was there, like, uh, there was one day the, the manager called me. I was like, hey, you're doing very great. You're, you're, you've been fa fantastic. So uh, you've had an offer in Portugal in the team called Braga. Mm -hmm. And this is your time. Just go make it. Go, go, go give it all out, you know? So like, thank God. Uh, finally, my time is here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I had my opportunity. And Damn. I grabbed it, you know? Man, what, in, in Braga, was is that like the second division, first division? or It's a premier. Okay. Yeah, and then so that's crazy. So you go from just playing academy to... Yeah, but like, I was 18. Mm -hmm. So I went to the juniors, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately for me, I had injury there and I didn't stay there. Uh-huh. Injuries are yeah. tough. I, but yeah, that's, that's insane. And then so did you, same for you, how did you make that transition from like, because you were said you were progressing up and up with your career. Yeah, but I've played, then, I've played, I've played a lot of, almost all my games in, in Africa. Like in, in Europe, you have um, the UEFA Champions League mm -hmm. and the Europa Cup. Mm-hmm. In Africa, we have um, the Confederation Cup and we have the the Champions League as well. So I've I've played um, a lot in that particular division. Played in Nigeria, qualified for for the Champions League. I played in the Champions League in 2016. I was the highest scorer in Africa. Yeah. I I, I made I made the uh, um, the CAF 18. Like I was on the I was on the reserve. You know, CAF 11, like FIFA 11. Mm -hmm, yeah. I made the CAF 11 like in as in Africa, which mm -hmm. was CAF 11 players based in Africa. So I made 11. I was also nominated for the best player in Africa, based in Africa. So from that breakthrough, it's it's all over Africa, Egypt, Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco, you know. So it was a limelight, it was limelight and um, we had a lot of um, televised matches. So I did very well in, in those competitions and I had a lot of offers too. So it was like, um, let me just say like YouTube, everybody's watching. Yeah, so, yeah. Same, so like you had your, you were playing so just, in front of a I lot just, of people. I just had a breakthrough, played for the national team. And um, that was just that. Yeah. So it was just progressing. It was mm -hmm. moving up there. Yeah. And then you, in Braga, what injury did you have? I had an ankle injury. I had that. Uh, I was not lucky at all, you know. Uh -huh. I had that, that ankle injury just before departing from Ghana to Portugal. Oh, I see. That sucks. Yeah. But then I need to stay strong because it was a great opportunity for me. So I just needed to, I mean, stay strong and just grab it, you know. But unfortunately, when I went, when I, when I, when I arrived in Braga, became worse. Just making worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you still try because you still had some resilience. Yeah. Did I you tried. go with your brother? Did you, did Cocker go with you? Or? No. That year I was, I was doing, I was, uh, I would say I was doing better than him mm -hmm. and he was having a lot of injuries. Yeah, 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 that was very bad for him. Injuries, that's the thing with injuries. It's like one bad injury or a string of injuries can like set you back like yeah, a long yeah. time. The fact right. is, see, injury is inevitable. You can't just run away from it. It comes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, right. It's going to happen. You just have to be prepared for it, you know? Yeah. Mentally strong and all. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like every, every pro footballer has had it like one, a year where it's like terrible, where it's right, injury right. after injury after injury, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. So it didn't go too bad in, in Portugal. Because you were in Braga, but then you didn't go back to Ghana. No, so. I didn't. Uh, so uh, you stayed over there, yeah. Yeah, so uh, after Braga, I had the, the news that they didn't wanted to stay with me because of the injury and all that. Uh, my agent found another team for me in the second division, and I went there to play. And I did really well there. Thank be to God, you know. Mm -hmm. And the following year, Braga, I had a lot of offers in Portugal. I like Braga, I had like Vitoria Guimarães, I had Maritimo, I had Joe Vicent, I had Morirens, like six teams. I uh -huh. forgot, wow. Like seven or eight teams, but I forgot the, the rest. <laughs> but then uh, my agent uh, had a good connection with a team called Maritimo. They, they, they're in the premier team also. Mm -hmm. So he has a good connection with them, with the, with the president, and then he decided to take me there. And that's where it all started, basically. I see. Yeah. So Braga wanted you back, huh? The following year. That okay. must have felt good. Yeah. Panin is a big player. Oh, come on, look at you, man. Big look at Kaf. Panin, big player. I, I, I didn't know this about Panin. Yeah. You're a big player, man. When come did, on, when, man. When did, when did uh, your, your brother come over? The year after? Or? 
exciting, exciting news. <laughs> the following year, I went to Maritimo, the mm-hmm. team uh, I went. The same year, my brother had an offer to come to that team. Wow. Same agent? Like he was using the same no, agent? No, it was a different agent. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> it was a different agent. What a coincidence. So like I had him, he was he was coming over to Portugal, but then I didn't know the team he was coming, you know? Mm-hmm. So he contacted me, was like, hey, do you know this team called Maritimo? <laughs> but but I, I had that team before telling him that I was going there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, you're coming to Maritimo? <laughs> That's my next move, you know that? He said, really? <laughs> I said, wow, I can't wait to see you, you know? So I went there like two weeks after he came. Now I was happy to see him. Wow. You know, he did great there. Were and you guys with the same team? Yes. Wow. <laughs> but I was, I was, I was in the B team, like the second team, training mm-hmm. with the second team, and he came like training with the second team. And one week or two weeks, boom, he went to the first team. Wow. And I was still training the, the B team. <laughs> I was like. Am I not doing enough? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but honestly, that's uh, like, as I said before, honestly, he's, he's, he's better than me, you know? Mm-hmm. So he went, he, like, I mean, the first, the, the first team coach saw him, was like, this guy is playing more than Panin, you know? So yeah. they took him to the first team. He went uh, to like the preseason with the first team. He had everything to, to, to stay with the first team. But then, uh, I mean, he had a, a little misunderstanding with the agent and the club and I see. He, he didn't stay there, yeah. Damn, we got to talk to Mike. We got Panin. We should have got Kakra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> one day, maybe one day. One day. <laughs> and then so how was, uh, how did you, you said the same thing. You were playing and you got noticed by the Nigerian national team because you had some big games, televised games and everything. How was your time with the, the national team? Yeah, it was, it was cool though. I didn't, had a, I didn't have a lot of time to, to, to play because there were so many big players, you know, going to the national team. You know Mikel Lobby? Mm-hmm. Played for Chelsea. Lobby. Yeah, he's a big oh, player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, Chelsea, we had, yeah, we had, we had a lot of big players, so. You know, there was I didn't have much much playing time. You know, I just go there, maybe five five minutes, mm-hmm. and the rest. But it was it was fun, you know, mixing up with these big players that have played top class football. Yeah. But it was also fun, and um, I stayed with with a team called the Enyimba. I think I stayed there for five seasons. That that's why I I played my trade, and um, it was a big team in Nigeria, a big team in Africa too, with a lot of good records. A lot, a lot of cups won, and um, it was fun there too. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that 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 is where I actually got announced in, in our league in Nigeria. I got announced in Africa too. I made a lot of exploit there. Mm-hmm. The team actually did so well. Won a lot of trophies. I won a lot of trophies there with them too. I won the league. I won the Federation Cup. I I, I went to Champions League semifinals. Was that the league? Was that the year that you were like lead scorer and everything? No, no, no. That that's that's a different year. That's a different year. That's a different year. Big player. I I did a lot of exploiting the team. Even like till now, I'm still the highest goal scorer of all time in that particular team. Uh huh. Wow. I I set a record in Nigeria, highest goal scorer. Of like in a particular season, the highest goal scorer. I scored 23 goals in a football season. It's Mm -hmm. very difficult. Very difficult in Nigeria. To score goals in Nigeria is very difficult, and I, I broke I broke somebody's record of twenty goals, and I scored twenty three. Till today, that record still stands. That's Nobody crazy. has broken it yet. That's crazy. Yeah. And you call him a big player? No, you're a big player. <laughs> and um, two years later, in Africa, I played I played um, four matches. I scored nine goals mm-hmm. in in the Champions League in Africa Cup Champions League, and I was also the highest scorer too. Um, last year too in Nigeria I was also the Iso scorer. So I've been Iso scorer in Nigeria for twice. So it's 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 a huge ach- achievement for me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So in that team, the team I left in Yimba, nobody, has, no player has scored the kind of goals I scored. Like the numbers are still are still there. Mm-hmm. So man, I, it, it, the team actually announced me. It made me famous in Nigeria. It made me famous in Africa. And I, I put in a lot a lot of hard work. And um. It paid off. Huh? It paid off today. Yeah. Here great. we are. We're still working hard. MLS, big leagues. The journey continues, huh? What? The journey continues. The huh? journey continues. We, we, we don't stop when we're tired. We stop when we're done. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's that's pretty insane. First of all, it's a pretty good resume. Uh, and then how how is the like the full, like I, I've never heard of, I, I've not never heard of it, but I've never seen like a Nigerian Premier League game, like how is the, uh, like the quality is good, obviously, but how is like, how do you, were you treated as a pro? That's what I'm like curious about. Like train, were you training like every single day, like nice fields and everything? Yeah, good field. You, you train every day, some days off. Mm-hmm. Like 
normal routine. Yeah, normal normal pro routine, everything. How what do you compare it like that to like the setup and everything with teams over there and with the USL? Man, Nigeria is more difficult. Yeah, like we train a lot. I train you a know, lot more. It's, it's Africa. It's Africa. Mm-hmm. They believe so much in strength. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Physi- to physical? you have to be physically very fit. Yeah, and Nigerian player can play one hundred one hundred fifty minutes without feeling anything. <laughs> physically very strong. Like yeah. one hundred fifty minutes without feeling anything. Yeah. So it's it's always very difficult game of contact. Nigeria was very difficult, honestly. I, I have to confess. Yeah. But it was tough, and it built us up for for the challenges ahead. Yeah, exactly. So that, it, it, it wasn't like a punishment. It's training, and it, when you train, it's called practice. You learn. So it actually shaped us, shaped us up for for these for moments like this. Yeah. Right. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Like I, I pictured honestly, very physical, very like tough, like very, very high tough. quality players. But like it's like a. It's just a struggle. Like it's a, yeah, it's it's a lot. struggle in it's terms struggle. of, I mean, not talking about Nigeria, but in Ghana also, you know, in terms of the field, mm-hmm. in terms of the training grounds. I mean, it's Some nothing, of them, to, nothing s- to be compared to Europe, you know. Yeah. Of course, of course, you know, you can't a lot of bad stuff. And most of the fields are, that's sort of like um, the one we have at oh, Titan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and most of them are very hard, very hard. So playing the, falling on the, falling on the ground, man, with, you you stand up with some with some scars, yeah. some wounds, you know. It wasn't funny, but it was cool. Yeah, nice experience. Yeah, that's like good. We, we can like we're sitting that right here. We can tell the story. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then made for moments like this, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's pretty insane though. I, I would love to go. I honestly, I would love to go over there and then just like because that's what I want to do. I want to go to like different countries and see like watch soccer all the time. You need to go to Africa. I mean, uh, Africa is crazy. You gonna invite me so. over? Yeah, sure. Why not? I can I come mean, to Accra. I, I'll treat you. I'll treat you good, man. I got you in Africa. Man. Good, good, good. We got, you, we got we you. We got you. Man. Yeah. We got you. Uh, sounds good. And then, so how did the the? Because that was like two years now in Portugal. But how was the last three years over there? Like, was it good? Any injuries? Like, all good? Uh, yeah. I still faced a lot of injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in Maritimo, I had a knee injury, a meniscus, that I stayed out for like six months. That's a long time for a meniscus, huh? Yeah. Is it was because it just a I bad had it, tear? But I was I was training with it, you know. Oh, I see. I, I was like struggling with it, but it got to a point that I couldn't endure the pain, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just need to go for an exam and they saw that it was like meniscus. So I had to like stay out doing nothing for like three or four months, doing treatments and then recovery for like another two months, you know. Uh huh. So that was like basically like six months. What was the best time in Portugal? So my contract with Maritimo was like one year after yeah. I, I didn't sign there. And I went I went back to like a second division, a team called Vizela. Um, they never saw me play, but it was through my agent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I made it there because of the injuries I had before. So, but still my, manage, my, my agent managed to, to get me a team. They never saw me play, but they believed in me. You know, they believed in the agent also. So my, my first year in the team... I did very well. I I played like uh, 23, 23 matches, and I scored like eight goals. Mm-hmm. Back from injury, you know, it's not that that easy, you know. Mm-hmm. So they they offered me another contract, and that the first year that I played there, I the, the eight goals I scored, I I also helped them to qualify in the Portuguese Cup match, facing uh, premier teams like Morirens. I scored the only goal. I came from the bench because I had this. A shoulder injury. I mm-hmm. came from the bench. I scored the only goal. Great achievement for me, also. And uh, the most uh, exciting and great moment of my life is, I mean, scoring the winning goal of uh, of the game to help my my team gain promotion to the second to the first division. Dang. Great, 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 great. Dang, that's sick. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. And then, uh, and then you're fluent in Portuguese now. Yeah. Yeah, that's half Portuguese, half Ghanaian, you know. Because <laughs> because Panin will talk to uh, Mycon, like Mycon and and Rodrigo, all in Port- Portuguese, like because yeah, they're from right. Brazil and everything. And even yeah. last year, we talked to Janu from Portugal, Janu, right, and, right, with right. Portuguese. So, how long did you stay when you were over there until you felt like you were like conversationally fluent? Like, how many years did it take? It took like three years. Three years. Three three to four years. We're about yeah. And your brother is still over there now, Yeah, right? he's there. 
Yeah. And what, what, where's he at now? What team is he at now? He's in Tercens in the head division in Portugal. Uh huh. And, and then, uh, how would you like, so same, same question that I like asked Mafon, like, how would you compare like that league with the better things that are over there, or the worst, whatever, compared to like the USL? It's different, you know? It's just, it's hard to explain, huh? Hard. Yeah. It's kind of complicated yeah. to explain. But then you can, it's, I mean, f the, from Europe to the US, the league is it's quite different. Qu very different, not quite like, a huge difference in, in the league you know mm -hmm. like in, in Europe I would say like the sports the best sport in, in Europe is soccer you know yeah but in in America I mean soccer is not really a big basketball sport, you know yeah. basketball, basketball. Is, is, America is known for basketball and baseball yeah. and all that so in Europe I mean there's a lot of challenges a lot of I mean competition you know a lot of I mean great great talent players in Europe mm -hmm. That's why I know in, in when I was over in Germany, you could go down to like the sixth division and see some like really quality players. Right, and right, you're like, right, wow, right, this right. is this guy is, could be a pro. Exactly. It's yeah. It's it's very I mean it's I mean it's it's good, you know. Just I mean in life you have to face challenges. You have to face uh, uh you have to fight for what you want, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, you you I mean you can see that this player is a good player, he's a great player, but then you have to believe in yourself always. That what he does, you can even do better. You know, you just mm -hmm. have to keep going, fight, train, and and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's have you um, found? Have you had any like injuries or like? Because it sounds like your career's been like boom, yeah. boom, boom, like uh, really yeah, good. Because uh, every footballer normally has a setback. Yeah. And we 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 play from the front row. We injury injury injuries are always one of our problems because we get kicked. We receive the kicks from from people like you guys, the defenders. <laughs> so we we are prone to injuries. Um, I've had couples of injuries. I I've had my minor setbacks, but I didn't let that stop me. I still kept I still kept pushing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then have you had like when was the moment? Did did you have any moments where you thought that you were gonna quit at all? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, there was a point I I, I had a, a, an injury on my right left, my right knee. I had an injury on my right knee, and um, the doctor diagnosed, and he said I, I needed surgery. Mm -hmm. that, that that was just the way the way out. Like I needed surgery, and then um, my my team was feeling reluctant to you know get me to the surgery because it was expensive, like in millions. Yeah. So they they couldn't they, they didn't want to do it. They they kept me waiting for so long. I I stayed to like um eight eight nine months. Uh huh. Man, I felt I could. Just, I wanted to quit, but man, we, we, we don't quit. We don't quit. We still keep pushing. I kept the faith. I still believed that I could, I, I could get better. But do you know, do you know uh, um, the mysterious thing about that? Hmm. I didn't get the surgery. Really? No, I didn't. It just healed on its own? It just healed on its own. How, and it took eight or nine months for it to heal? Or? Oops. I just woke up one day. I said I was going to play. Just woke up, felt my leg. I felt, I felt I had some strength. But let me tell you, let me tell you one thing about the injury. I'm a Christian, like a real Christian. <laughs> when I say I'm a Christian, like I'm a real Christian. I believe in the word of God. So I have to bring that here because that is what actually helped me. I went to my pastor in church. I told him I was having injuries. I told him I couldn't afford the bills for the surgery. This is where I am. I'm frustrated. I'm down. Like, I think I'm gone, but mm -hmm. he said, nah, he said, there's nothing God cannot do. If God could raise the dead from the Bible, if God could heal the sick, then this is just a minor thing. He prayed for me two weeks. I played a full match. And That's pretty that, crazy. Hold That's on. Pretty crazy. No, hold on. That's not, I'm not even actually done. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, I played a full match. In one month, that's when I started playing the Champions League that I was the highest scorer of in Africa. Wow. wow. Played the first game, I scored two goals. Played the second game, scored two goals. Played the third game, scored, scored three goals. Hat-trick against one of the hardest teams in Africa. Played the last one, scored two goals. So I scored nine goals in five games. Okay, there's one I played that didn't score. So I scored nine goals in five with the same leg that the doctor said. You need a surgery. Damn. I went, I went to check my leg. I was like, I don't understand. I went for an examination again. They were like, why, why did you come here, man? You're, you're okay. I'm like, really? So God worked miracles. So... I'm a Christian. I believe in I believe in Jesus Christ, and He has done a lot for me. So, 
I gotta talk any, to this pastor. Anytime I talk, I, I, I can't just rule that out. Dang, that is, I, that I, is, I just have to make it known to everybody. That's like, insane, though. God, God still, God still lives. Eight, eight months to of sitting out and thinking that like you need surgery. One, and one month weeks. I was doing exploit. Dang, that's crazy. Like even my team, they were surprised when, when I got on the field. I said I was gonna play. They were like, no, 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 no. The doctors were like, I said no, I'm gonna play. You guys have not been taking care of me. But anything that happens, put it on me. No problem. Because you guys, and you, you, you're not doing anything. So I got on the field. And they were like, monitoring me. I played. The first game I played, my boss was like, if you go inside the field and you come out because of this injury, I'm going to sack you. And I said, yes, no problem. Wow. I played the match, man of the match. <laughs> in, in Côte d'Ivoire. And I'm, they were like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. in Abidjan. And I like, speak French too. Yeah, yeah. Ça va? Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah. Merci. Côte d'Ivoire. Si vous play. Je ne comprends pas. Exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that was that. The first match I played, I, I was a man of the match. And everybody was just surprised. Man. How did it happen? They were like, they came to me. How did it happen? I said, trust in the Lord your God. And you make your ways plain. <laughs> that was just that. So that was just the miracle. How, your knee, no problem since then. With it. Do I play like someone that has a problem? Well, no, I don't. Well, I don't know. So since Sometimes. then, I've since, seen then that. since then, 2016, yeah. till death, till now, like till death, I didn't get no injury. That's, wow, not so, on wood. You can see. <laughs> that's awesome. That That is pretty crazy though, honestly. <laughs> that's a very, very crazy story. No, you, you sound like you don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's, that's how you sound. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, what am I supposed to say? You were out for eight, nine months and then all of a sudden you came back? Boom. Like, that's, doesn't that shock you? Yeah, that's miracle, insane. You know? Yeah, that's insane. It really is insane. So, that's good though. And then, uh, uh, Penny, what, what do you think was like your hardest, your hardest time, like playing, and where? My hardest time. Yeah, like where you thought you were gonna quit. Did you ever have those moments? Uh, I've had surgery on the same. Knee. So injury too is, yeah. is what happened. It, it was the same meniscus. Uh huh. Then it, this time I needed a surgery. So I mean, getting my first surgery in my life, like I don't, I, I don't like, I don't like like injections, you know. <laughs> I don't but think then, anybody likes them. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I was told that I was gonna have surgery in with the, the meniscus, mm -hmm. I cried that day. I cried. I cried because uh, we qualified. Uh, we we had this tournament. We had this uh, cup game going on. And we 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 had the we had the opportunity to play with Benfica, you know. Wow. Benfica is one of the best, great team in Portugal. Portugal yeah. So it was a great moment for me to to expose myself, you know. Yeah. Because it was going to be, uh, I mean, on television and the radio station. So, so I played all the games, but then against Benfica, I had a meniscus and I I needed surgery. So it was a really really bad time for me. I, I cried that night, the night before my surgery. And I prayed to God that it, it will be a successful one. The funny thing is that when I got to the hospital, I was going to the to the room, you know, the theater. The theater. When I saw the machines there, I wanted to. I mean, really? <laughs> because I was like, no way, I can't do this. It's scary, huh? Very, very scary, very scary. Yeah. But I'm, thank, thank God, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm strong. Yeah. No, there's there's nothing really worse than realizing that you do need surgery and that and then going into the doctor's office and seeing the lights bro, and I, needles and everything hooked up in you. Bro, I I I tried to stay awake, you know, like <laughs> what, what the are they gonna do? What are they gonna do to me, man? So, but then the, the doctor came closer, you know, talking to me, gave me injections, mm -hmm. telling me about the elections in Ghana. In that year, Ghana, Ghana had an election to, I mean selected for the presidential candidate and all that. So I was just talking to him. No, man. <laughs> I thought I slept. I, I, I mean, I, I went it just off, out. You know? It's crazy, yeah. But I've, not, I've never been in that situation. So, man, it's just like a fairy tale right now. Yeah. Well, hopefully you don't have to. No, yeah. I don't have. I don't, I don't want to. No, there's, some, there's some experiences I don't want to even get through. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's tough. Injuries are always, I think, the toughest part. Because then, like, that's the problem, too, is so many players... Like you revolve your entire life around football. Mm -hmm. And then when you're injured, like that's your whole life pretty mm -hmm. much, you know? And then you can't have it. So it's, it's tough. What, uh, when you're, so what, this is always something too that I always am curious about. So when you're over there playing, um, I always super curious about when you're over in a different country, like even what you guys are doing now, 
What do you guys do for your off time? Because obviously you have your training, your workouts and everything. But in your off time, what do you do to pass the time? Because you have a lot of free time as a footballer. Yeah, we're lucky, you know. Yeah. Once, sometimes once a day, you have the, the, like the day, a long day off to rest your body, you know. Been working so hard. So, I mean, definitely your body needs to rest, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, my day off, I'm just relaxing bed, chill, you know. Talk to my family. Yeah. Talk to my friends. Play video games. But um, when I feel the body is really, really tired, when I get home, I just I just sleep right away, man. Sleeping, huh? Yes, I sleep. Yeah, that's right. I think I think honestly that's a change I made in like the last year is sleeping more. Because I would stay up like editing videos or doing stuff, and I'd get like six hours of sleep, five hours of sleep sometimes. <laughs> I've like changed it. Now yeah. I get eight hours minimum every night plus Whoa. an hour nap. Yeah, I love good. sleep I mean, now. The body needs it. You it know, does. I feel so much better. I feel, really yeah. do feel way better. Exactly, you will. Is that the same thing with like free time? Just rest, let the body recover, do, sleep. I think I'm, I'm the most boring person. Like when, when I step into my room, uh-huh. I don't go out, stay on my phone, stay on my phone, stay on my phone. Yeah. Talk to my wife, talk to some of few friends, and boom, off I go, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm so, bo- I'm so boring, man. I'm, I'm so boring, boring too. But I, 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 th- I think maybe it's, bec- it's because I, I, don't actually, I don't really know the places. But um, I've started stepping out a bit. But today's my birthday. I think I'm going to take myself out. You should, yeah. You yeah. should. See some friends, I mean, enjoy it. It's a special it. day. I mean, you yeah, yeah. have to make good use of it. I, I, I've, never, I've never taken myself out on, on a birthday. I'm not a birthday person. Yeah. Like, every day is my birthday. To wake up every day is just a miracle. Yeah, Nobody's right. guaranteed tomorrow. So when I wake up, it's my birthday. I wake up today, it's my birthday. Just... So you're yeah. saying that we can put cake on you every single day then, no, since every day you, is your birthday. Man, I'm, I'm so glad. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, remember this. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's I've noted it. Who's going to buy the cake? cake? I'll so buy it. I'll buy, buy it every day. Like every day? Yeah. So like literally, you're spending like um, 12 bucks every day? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 12 bucks in one month? How much is that? Like a, a million. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, and, no, no. And, and every day, any day, any day you don't bring a kick, I'm gonna remind you because you need to bring <laughs> no, a kick. No, no, I won't do it. I like, I, I, I'm just messing, but I think that mentality is good. One, that yeah. it's just like every day is a miracle. Every day is exciting. You should yeah, wake yeah. up excited to yeah, you attack know, you don't, life. You don't really need to wake up. You don't really need to, to wait till your birthday before you could celebrate. Yeah, right? I celebrate every day. You somebody sleeps sleeps at night doesn't, doesn't wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So wake up in the morning. Thank God it's my birthday. Yeah. So right. that, that's the way it is. But that that is funny though. Like when you said Jelly, you're the most boring person, like off the field. Like well, that's uh, how I no, feel that, too. That, no, that is that is in 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 America. But oh, in America. When I when I back then in Nigeria, now I'm not boring, man. Well, then you have all your friends and family. You yeah, can hang I got out. My friends yeah. and family. I go I go to karaoke. I, I like singing. Karaoke. Yeah. yeah, I do. I go to karaoke. I sing. I like in in a week, I can go to karaoke like um, thrice. Yeah. So I do karaoke a lot. I do movies, go to the cinema. I like, I like, yeah, you know, movies. the sound like it's different from the one you, you have at home. <laughs> I'm not the cinema type, you know. I'm sorry. You don't like movies? I love movies. I don't, I don't like going to the cinema, you know. Why? Because you're, you're trapped in there. You don't, can't go on your phone. I don't know. Yeah. Like play PlayStation. I'd rather play PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I you're do. a big FIFA guy, huh? Yeah, you know. Panina, I, I, every Panina is always playing FIFA. But he's always that, losing. I, I'm, look, I'm looking. Losing? I'm looking no way, man. I'm, I'm the best FIFA player in the team. No, you honestly. can say that. You've not played me. I've oh, been looking okay. for you. You want to bet? 100 bucks, 100 bucks? No, oh. I'm not going to bet. But I'm going to beat you. You're going to beat me? I promise that. Yeah? Yeah, of course. Matt, you're here. I, I'm here. That, yeah. All right. We'll okay. see. So, so FIFA is a big one. That's what you like to play yeah, FIFA. Yeah, FIFA is the big one. Yeah. yeah. Back, back in Nigeria, I can, I, can play, I can play FIFA for seven hours. Yeah. But not in America, you can't play FIFA? No, no. Like back then, you know, I, had FIFA, I had FIFA in my room so I could play for seven hours without getting tired. Yeah. It was one of the things that kept me going to. Mm-hmm. It is, it is funny. Did you, cause that's something I, I didn't realize when I was growing up is how different it was. Like when I imagined what it was like being a pro soccer player versus what it's really like, you know, mm-hmm. cause like in some ways it's everything I dreamed of. It's so much fun. You play every single day. You're going to, you're going to play, you kick a ball around for a job. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I didn't realize how much free time of just like resting, relaxing is that you need and that you also have, you know, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's crazy. Like you know, it's kind of slow sometimes you're like, you know, Oh, yeah, it's kind of slow sometimes. Yeah. I agree with you. The yeah. funniest thing about football is that even when you're, on your, when you're off there, I think, okay, now we have off day. Um, we have off today, tomorrow, and today, to, Monday. No, no, not today because we train today. Tomorrow. Okay, but well, like from, yeah. that, from now? Tomorrow yeah. and Monday. But I bet you you're going to play football between these two days. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you see, this is what we love doing. Yeah, probably Monday. So it's not, it's not even because of the money, but it's, it's something that we, is, a, is our passion. It's a passion, yeah. yeah. So now you, 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 you're doing something that you love doing and you get, you get paid for it. 
Yeah. That's huge fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I said, I, I said, honestly, if I could, like if I could survive, I would, if someone offered me a contract where it's like, we'll give you food and rent. And that was my only contract ever. And they couldn't give me any money and I somehow can make it work. <laughs> I'd do it. Cause it's like right. versus what working behind a desk or something that would suck. <laughs> um, so now for like, uh, I want to know about like your guys's, uh, routine and I'm going to ask a couple questions then that would probably be it for the podcast but like for your routine um is there anything that you do or you've been added to your routine like like anything special that you do that's outside of like a normal just living your life do you like meditate do you do like any workouts or prehab or something that's like that you think helps your game yeah I do I do I do meditate a lot Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of meditations I do actually comes to reality like mm-hmm. I sit down, I fantasize. Uh-huh. Like visualization? I visualize almost, and I'm telling you, it comes to pass. It comes to pass. When I was young, I, I had some, some, some vision. You know, I sit down, I visualized. And today, everything I thought about then mm-hmm. is actually happening. happening. So I, I, do, I do that a lot too. And um, I do some other sports too. Other sports? Tennis. Oh, you play tennis? Long tennis or long tennis? Yeah, I love it. Like the tennis. tennis like no, oh, just normal like, tennis. Um, yeah. Rafa Nadal. Oh, you talk about table tennis versus no, no, actual no, tennis? No, not the actual tennis. The actual tennis. But, but I, I'm, not, I'm not that good. Still, You're not as good as Rafa Nadal. You're trying to tell me like I'm not, I'm not that good as Cristiano Ronaldo or I'm not that good as Messi? Yeah. No, that comparison is the comparison is just too long. <laughs> what? You, 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 you comparing you comparing a, a, a small leg with a big river? Yeah. No, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it takes a, a big sacrifice to get there. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Fernand? Do you do anything in in like your daily routine that's that you think helps you? But I like the gym. Like the gym? Yeah. Like I like to do a little bicycle. Mm-hmm. Biceps or biceps or whatever. You just just biceps, huh? Yeah, biceps because I, I think I need to to grow some muscles. You know, yeah. we were talking about that about how to gain weight. <laughs> Everybody gives you advice. Huh? Everybody has to chime yeah, in. Man. Yeah, but there's, know, right? there's this new attitude I just learned recently. Bicycles, like before every training session, I do 35. 35, 35 what? Every day, 35 minutes. Every day before training, as long as we're in Titan, I do 35 minutes mm-hmm. on the bike. Resistance maybe like six. Then um, I also get the steps, one thousand, mm-hmm. sometimes five hundred, with high inten- with speed. So every day I do that, and um, get the body warm and everything. Get the body warm, you know. Get my thighs tight. Yeah. And then um, it's working. Yeah. It's working. Yeah. That's I I I all about like warming up and everything. Um, and now so like what it, it let's go let's do some questions now just to finish up like if you could go back to yourself as like a younger like go back to, in a time machine and talk to yourself as a younger kid when would you go back and what would you say to him if i could go back to to like when i was i was a kid yeah or whenever like so like for me i would go back to when i was 18 and tell give myself some advice when i was 18 and i would tell him like to not worry about like what my coach basically told me that i couldn't play college soccer I had to go back and talk to him and give him advice about that okay I think I should go back to when I was 22 when you were 22 yeah I think that that was when I hit my peak but um I was this kind of player I mean I, like back in Nigeria I, I had a lot of fame mm-hmm. like when I say I had a lot of fame like I can't step out the street without someone noticing me you know wow. hey what are you doing ah well, Nigeria, they don't they don't like autograph. They like they like photos. <laughs> they like <laughs> they not, like, not in Nigeria, in Africa. They, yeah. they in like Africa. autograph. They like uh-huh. they like photos. Hey, can I can I have a picture with you? So I like I was like a golden fish. I had no hiding place. But then I think I was mixing too much pleasure to 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 the game, and in, it actually slowed me down a bit. Even even if I was still progressing, but I think I would have been somewhere higher mm-hmm. than where I am right now. So if I could actually speak to myself, I should go back to twenty two. And then just tell them to keep a level head, yeah, like keep focus, the, keep, 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 keep your head up, keep working. There's time for everything. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Panin? Yeah, I think I'll go back to when I was like 16. 16, because I think I had this coach who once told me I can't make it in, in, in football. You know? Oh, yeah. He told me once that, I mean, I, I didn't really come from a poor family, but my, my family was okay, like in mm-hmm. terms of, I mean, good condition or that my family was okay so he tried like i mean he, this coach told me that hey i've never seen a, i mean a, 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 i mean a good background guy that has made it in football you know 
Like the oh. football is for the poor. Yes, that was basically oh, what I he see. was trying to say, you know. So I, I don't have this kind of energy to, I mean. To, the to hunger. The, the hunger yeah, to, yeah. because he knows where I was coming from, you know. So, but I told him, hey, uh, I know where I'm coming from, but I, I could just sleep and just enjoy life, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know what I want in life. I don't depend on my, yeah. my, my, my family's uh, success. I, I want to build mine. I want to build my empire, you know. I want to I make a, a good name for myself. So I told him, hey, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll keep pushing. I'll keep fighting for what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll always have this passion for football. And today here I am. Yeah. Well, he, this coach keeps I mean he, he comments on my on my stuff on social media really? you know yes like, seriously? really well, I'll I, you I, after, I'm, after so, I'm so glad you proved him wrong yes he he. every picture I post on Facebook on Instagram or whatever he comments on is it. he like your but, biggest fan now though well I don't know but uh, yeah, I mean, he, keeps, <laughs> he keeps commenting wait, 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 he was uh, a white man wait, have, you, have you tried those white guys some of them <laughs> all of but, them but, they hold suck on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, have you tried to remember him about what he said no, no, no. I, I don't have time for that. No, I will. Yeah. I, I will. I will. I don't have time. To if, if 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 I will, well, you he's will. coached me before, so Pro- then, probably some people uh, say these things and they forget. But yeah. I will actually tell you because if I also tell that to someone else, and someone that does, doesn't have a strong mentality, doesn't have this strong zeal, can just back off. Yeah, right. Because he's right. a coach, right? Yeah. So if if a coach is telling you, you go you go to you go to, you go to, you go to training and the coach is telling you, man, you can't you can't do this. Man, it's psychological side. He down. was my coach basically. Mm-hmm. So you see that? Yeah. But I I, I will tell him. I, like there's a story. Um. You know Steve Harvey? Yeah. Steve Harvey get, had a story. Like he said he wanted to be on TV. And um, his teacher in school told, told, told him that he can, ne- he can never be on TV. That he doesn't know how to speak. He's not even bold enough to, to, to stand in the front of a class to speak. So how, how is he going to be on TV? But today, he's on TV. And he said every year, he buys that teacher a TV. <laughs> so the teacher can watch him. <laughs> so you see? That's I will actually, no, I will remind him. Probably he has forgotten so you know what I, I said I would remind him so you wouldn't do that to someone else yeah yeah right that's true I got you I, I, it's crazy though that there's like as a coach or as a, a parent or, or whatever you would go and tell somebody who, who's at that age where they're like your authority figure and be like no you you can't make it you can't yeah, be a pro you can't do this because I mean, you don't those, know those, I mean you, you, you should expect these kind of obstacles there are obstacles in the way you know yeah. you just have to Try and enjoy it. Just try to find your way out of these obstacles, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but not everybody can do that. No. It's not everybody can do that. So right. when you're telling this to someone that is very feeble, someone that's very naive about what he wants in life, mm-hmm. then it can actually break the person down. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the last questions, we'll do two more. One of the last questions is, is there anything that like uh, any moment of your career that we haven't touched on in this podcast that like you want to talk about? That I like missed just going because we went. It's hard. You have a full career. Not forgotten. Not not not, not forgetting about my my award in Ivory Coast. Yeah, there was this uh, eight nation tournament in Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, of course Ivory Coast. Eight nation was it like Wafu? No, it was like a tournament, like uh, under twenty tournament. Okay, under twenty. Yeah, under twenty tournament, and my academy represented Ghana in mm-hmm. that year. Oh, wow. so it was like an eight nation tournament there. And I was the best player of the of the tournament. Whoa, Pani, big player, Pani, big, big player. Big, big player I'll show you pictures of, of it after the after the podcast. That's man. sick. So, uh, did you have like wait, uh, that was how old were you? Like eighteen? Wow, oh, that was long. I, I can't. I, I won't remember. Honestly, uh, yeah. But I need to. No, I can't. Honestly, <laughs> it was back. It was back. Yeah, it was kid. back. But I, I mean, I still. I I will remember it because it was a great achievement for me. You know, uh-huh. being picked as the best player of the tournament. Uh, I mean. In front of like eight nation countries, yeah. I mean, that was a great well, achievement. Man, I mean. man, what is mine gonna be? I think I had a coach in one of my years but when I was playing. I don't know what I did to the coach, but he doesn't just like me. <laughs> but guess what? I play in the games and I play everything. He didn't have any option of keeping me in the bench because I was actually doing well, and the owners of the team would see it was it was glaring that I was doing well. So he had to play me, but he doesn't give me instruction. Hey, you you're in the lineup, you're starting. Like, what am I going to do on the field? Nothing. No instruction. No nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm just there. So I'm like, what, what's wrong with this, man? So <laughs> so it was it was very difficult, you know, you know, having a good relationship with the coach. Probably he had a player he wanted, he had in mind to play. And um, maybe I was outshining the player or something. And he doesn't talk to me. So you, you're staying in a team that coach, you don't have a good relationship with the coach. He doesn't talk to you. He doesn't give you instruction. Like, whatever you do, you're solely on your own. No corrections, no nothing. Man, just crazy. 
but I just had, I had to do what I had to do. I had to keep my head up, and and I knew it was just it was just a phase, and I and I still worked out and I, and I passed it. So it was it was awful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an experience I don't want I don't want to get. Yeah, and it's just in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, last last thing, what what do you do? You have any advice like? For there's a lot of kids who are watching this okay. that want to be pro, they want to follow in your guys' footsteps and do achieve what you guys have achieved. What's your advice to them right now? Go first. Okay, 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 okay. Um, what I, 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 I'm just gonna be very brief and precise. Yeah. Um, education is not everything, mm-hmm. but you just need the basis. Okay. They should keep the dream. They need perseverance. They need to stay focused. They need to be determined. They need a lot of sacrifice. They should fight for the dream. They shouldn't let nothing stop them. No barriers. When I was playing like a kid, initially I didn't have the support of my parents. They, I, w- I was so brilliant in school. They were like, nah, 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 you have to be in school. I'm like, I can combine both. Mm-hmm. I can go to school. They were like, no, your grades are falling. Your grades are going down. This is, I said, no problem. Like, you don't expect my grades to be high when I'm combining this and this. But at the point, they, 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 they came to, to one of my games to watch. And when they came, they, 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 what they saw, the the atmosphere, everything was just so positive about me. People were talking a lot about me. Man, sir, this, this is your son? The boy is so good, man, push him. He's doing so well. Back then, I didn't even have football. I didn't, I didn't have um, cash to get football boots. But every time I play, you say, volunteer, come. Hey, come. Get me football boots. So at the point they started supporting me. But if, if I had backed up when they said don't, probably I wouldn't be where, where I am today. So they should keep their dream, they should keep they should keep their focus, they should aim at what they want. No going back. And mm. the sky is just gonna be the starting point. Yeah, that's true. Like whatever, whatever, whatever like the area like that you wanna focus with anything. Like if you wanna be an artist or whatever. Like just focus, you focus in that area, yeah, yeah, and not listen to like what society or your parents, or whatever, what they're forcing. It, on, it, on take, you. it takes just one second to break through. Yeah, yes. it's like that. Have you heard that? Like that's a Jim Carrey quote where his dad wanted to be a comedian, but he was too scared, so he took the safe route and was an accountant or something. But then he got fired and like lost all of his money. So it's like you can fail taking the safe route. So you might as well try to go for what you want to do in life because you know you can fail no matter what. Exactly. Right. Yeah. When when you fail and stay down. Yeah, and you're yeah. failure, but when you fail, right? You have to stand up. Mm-hmm. Panin, advice? Yeah, uh, to all the young ones watching this podcast, uh, or anyone that watching this podcast, uh, all I want to say is just, just believe in yourself, believe in whatever you do, put passion in whatever you do, whatever goal you've set. I mean, just make a big sacrifice and go for what you want. Don't let any obstacle or anything bring you down. If you fall seven times, stand up eight. Just go for what you want and don't let anything or anyone bring you down. That's the advice I want to give. Believe in yourself. And also, and also, for those that are depressed, for those that feel like quitting, not only the younger ones, we have failed a thousand times, but we still rise because of determination, because of drive. So for those that are depressed, for those that feel like giving up, please don't give up. Keep the dream. It's going to pay off one day. Right, right, right. Sometimes it takes that 10 years to, to, to get that one year to change your life, you know? Yeah, that's, all. that's, you, you, that's, you, a, that's a good statement. That you just wrap yeah. that up. Yeah, I like that a lot. It that's takes it. 10 thanks, years. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right, well, we, uh, we'll end it there unless you guys have anything else that you want to talk about or, or bring up. Man, it's been a long day. We need to rest. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. I mean, honestly, I'm so happy to be on this uh, podcast with my famous friend, my children. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Now I feel like a big pro, you know, to now, be on this, this, is on a, this platform. This is the highlight of your career, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us on your show, man. We, we, we appre- I appreciate I know you appreciate stuff. I've always so. dreamed of coming to this podcast, you know. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Good. I'm honestly. happy that you guys are here. But anyway, this is Panin and Mfan. All their social information, social media, information is going to be in the uh, description it'll be popped up on you guys' chest when you start speaking as well Boom. yeah so and uh, once again big thank you to chaos soccer gear for sponsoring this episode of the podcast check them out in the description or if you guys are just listening chaos soccer gear c-h-a-o-s soccer gear.com funny what's question, up one question okay. yeah yeah. How does it feel like to be verified on Instagram? Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> why are you doing this? Hey, I almost forgot why that one, man. This? Come on. How, how does it feel to be, I mean, to, for like an hour. 
We're not done yet. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's actually cool, you know. It, it's, it's it's a different kind of um, recognition. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm just so glad the, 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 the same blue check they gave to Ronaldo they, they gave it to me too. So I'm yeah, saying, but you're, on this, you're on the same platform with Ronaldo. You oh, know? Seriously, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm it, trying. You're just coming soon because you got it on Facebook now, huh? Yeah, yeah you got it on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, but I ain't got mine. On, I don't have mine on Facebook. I don't have mine anywhere. So wow. It's coming. No, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's, you, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. No, but thanks for bringing that, Panine. You know, feels great. It, it will come. I'll get the blue check eventually. Yeah, right. One day, you know. Hi, guys. This is the Against All Odds podcast. Come, thank come, you come. very much for listening. Come. And thank you for to uh, Panine and Mfan for coming on the podcast. So catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Yeah.